This is Sports Jam, and I'm Doug Doyle. Sequel, a company looking to level the playing field for all athletes. Visualizing that one play that could change everything. Where your grind will finally be seen. Every player deserves to have that moment captured. Welcome to Sequel, the app for sports equality. Where all athletes will have access to free content. And learn from the best mentors in sports. Where requesting a videographer will be as easy as clicking a button. Sequel is the app for sports equality, a sports social impact platform for the 21st century student athlete, backed by some of the biggest stars around, Barry Sanders, DeAndre Hopkins, and one of our special guests today, Basketball Hall of Famer, Nancy Lieberman. Welcome, Nancy, to Sports Jam. Thank you. Thanks for having us, and thanks for highlighting what Sequel's trying to do uh, to change the future. You know, a lot of people talk about it, but not a lot of people have an action plan or change. And that's why you have the names like DeAndre or, or, or Sanders or myself. We want to be able to look at where we came from and to uh, collectively help the next generation. So this is really important. These are these are one of the important podcasts that we do. Fantastic. Well, welcome to the show. Also joining us are the co-founders and CEOs of Sequel former college football players, and they went to the same high school as we really have truly a flavor of Virginia in this uh, this whole show, don't we? But we want to welcome the co-founders of Sequel, Rob DeWolf. Great to have you on the show. Hey, thanks to be here. I'm excited. And your longtime friend and buddy, Bryant Drayton. Bryant. Absolutely. Welcome to Absolutely. Sports Jam. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, like, like Nancy said, like Rob said, happy to be here. Happy to share our story. You both played college football. Bryant, you were a quarterback. And Rob, you were a, a defensive lineman. During the course of your time, you thought about some things that needed to be better in this world. And you wanted to be entrepreneurs. And you came up with an idea that has attracted great people like Nancy Lieberman. But for those who aren't aware of Sequel, Rob, tell us how it, it all started for you. Yeah, no. So really, it started for me. I think it started for us. Uh, you know, we both graduated uh, college in the summer of 2016. Uh, we both really didn't know what we wanted to do. Um, we both dabbled around a little bit professionally. You know, I was living in Oklahoma. Brian was living in Baltimore. Uh, we ended up moving back to Richmond right around the same time. And you know, how this all started, Brian and I, you know, we went to high school together. I know you just mentioned that, but, uh, you know, that really allowed us to catalyze a friendship. And really, we like to something to call a brotherhood. Um, and when you're a brother with someone, you get to see their highs and lows and vice versa. And um, yeah, that really catalyzed a special relationship. So we both moved back to Richmond. Uh, we had no intentions of starting a company together. That wasn't like, you know, what we were talking about at 14, we were probably talking about, you know, what's the latest iPhone or what's Snapchat, this new app. Um, but we, you know, moved back. Um, we were hanging out one day and honestly, we, we were just having a deep discussion. Uh, and that was, there's a ton of inequalities in sports, you know, that was right around the time that equality became a really important subject matter discussion, just from a macro standpoint in today's world. And we said, Hey, how can we create a more equalistic 
tomorrow for athletes, right? You know, I grew up in a very fortunate financial background. Uh, you know, Brian grew up in a different environment than I did. So I had access to resources. My parents had the means to pay for highlight tapes, trainers, et cetera. Uh, you know, Brian grew up in a different household where, you know, access to capital like that wasn't just, it, it just didn't happen. And he was a better athlete than me, but because I had access to all these things, I had a completely different sports trajectory. I had all these opportunities coming my way. Uh, Brian did not. And we ended up saying, Hey, that's not fair. You know, uh, the color of your skin, your parents' financial status and where you're located geographically shouldn't affect your sports career, right? All of us wouldn't be on this call if it wasn't for sports. And we said, Hey, if we could create a more equitable tomorrow for the next generation through sports, we can really do something positive. So quit our jobs, said, we're going to call the company sequel. It was going to have a meaning. It was going to be stand for sports equality. And, uh, you know, that's a story, Brian, maybe you want to touch in if I missed anything. Yeah, I think you hit it. Um, like Rob said, it's all about giving back. And I think Nancy alluded to it as well, right? We want to empower athletes, especially this next generation, to really feel empowered, know that they have a chance that they can be seen, right? Because in this age of NIL and, you know, scholarship money, you know, dwindling because of the results of COVID and, you know, the economic situation that we're currently in, you know, how can we still make athletes feel like they are secure in who they are, that, you know, their play on the field is going to provide them opportunity. So, you know, we're happy to be here. We're happy to be on this ride. Brian, the app gives athletes, you know, access to all kinds of resources, education, tools, opportunities through having the opportunity of having somebody come and video your performance if you're a student athlete and give it the, the touch that's needed and to put it in front of coaches. Explain the whole process, if you would, Brian, so people who are not familiar with SQL know how it works. Yeah, well, it's very simple. You know, I don't want to I don't want to upset some parents here, but if you're a parent at a game and you have a camera in hand and you're recording your child's best moment, nine times out of 10, your excitement is going to be seen through the camera. You're yelling, you're going to be screaming. So what we want to do is we want to provide athletes high quality footage and have a professional videographer there on the sidelines to capture that moment in high quality 4K. So that being said, you know, the age of social media is here. Athletes have to be able to brand themselves, have to be able to promote themselves. You know, they can be seen for colleges. So a sequel, you know, thanks to our impact partners. I know Rob is wearing a hoodie of one of ours. I'm quite sure he'll get into that. Thanks to our impact partners, we're able to provide these free services. So athletes will be able to get highlight clips. So they're able to get photos from their games, from their practices, from their events, and uh, all within our application free of charge. So it's very simple. Um, it's a very simple process, and so far we've seen a lot of athletes, especially in Virginia and Texas, have gravitated towards it. Yeah, as I mentioned, uh, Richmond, Virginia, Virginia itself is, is, is runs through uh, this show for sure as far as connections. Nancy, when you have two young entrepreneurs who come up with an idea to get somebody like yourself to back it, I'm curious how that relationship developed. Well, some of that becomes perspective and choices. Life is about duality. Do I want to do this or do I not want to do that? Um, throughout my career, you know, I tried to do as much as I could to help people through uh, friendship, through mentorship, through playing my actual skill set, then uh, coaching at, as you know, many levels, including the NBA, WNBA, and, and now the, the big three. But when you look at young people, my generation has to connect to their generation. It can't be just about what we want. And, you know, when I took a look at what SQL was doing and, you know, everybody throws the word, you know, diversity, inclusion, equality, 
they just throw words around. But I, I, you know, I had to think to myself, what is the impact? And what they're doing right now is they're encouraging all ethnic backgrounds to take part in sports, which is healthy for mental health, for physical health, for building the bond of friendships, as you just, you know, heard between uh, the guys. But it also is a representation to me of all levels of participation. And we want these kids to have it because I, I can tell you right now, and I'm uh, on both the, the men and women's side, if you, you know, fail to dreams, if you build it, they will come. If, if you promote it, if you can give them video, it's one thing to have word of mouth, uh, but what Robert and Brian has done is they have taken these athletes, these young athletes might not have that money and they've given them this platform for people to see their skill set. So somebody like uh, myself, if I'm coaching, you know, high school, college, I can say, wow, you know, I didn't know he could do that or she could do that. And that's really important because, you know, everything kind of, uh, you know, rises to the top. And I'm going to read, uh, tell you that back in 1972, you know, this is the 50 year anniversary of Title IX. I'm a Title IX baby. We're not on this call right now without my scholarship to Old Dominion University. So we'll throw one more, you know, peg into uh, the Virginia conversation here. And I was the first uh, full scholarship athlete at Old Dominion who was a female. And I did not know that back in 76. But between 1972 and 2010, at the high school level, because of what we're doing in this movement. And these two guys are going to, you know, exponentially help grow this with their company sequel. But there was over a thousand and seventy six percent in girls participation in that time frame. Like, think about it. Nineteen seventy two to 2010, over one over a thousand and seventy six percent increase in participation. And some people will go like, well, you were hurting men's sports. No, men's sports also increased 22% during, it didn't diminish it. They had growth, but we had a bigger area to grow. Right? And the same thing collegiately during that period, women grew 622%, men grew 46%. That was during that time. Now let's fast forward to sequel. And, and to Brian and, and to uh, Robert, with, with what they're doing, they are going to change the face of athletes. There's going to be less young people getting involved in drugs, alcohol, gang activity, because they're going to have a better sense of who they are. You're going to feel better about themselves, their confidence, their self-esteem, their decision-making. With women, you know, 80% of girls that play sports before they get to junior high. This is factual. This is not just Nancy's opinion. They will have a lesser chance of having unwanted pregnancies, which will then derail you not only economically, educationally, and athletically. So honestly, and I, I've known them for a long time, what you're doing is absolutely changing the world. And again, as I said, not with words, with actions, um, that are going to give people a chance to have the life, maybe Robert, the life that you grew up with. I'm more aligned with the life growing up that Brian had, not the life that you had. But this is where white and black America can come together. 
there are these two guys that love each other and you can't separate them. And in this country right now, so many people are trying to segregate us and create confusion and in anger towards one another. And everything on this call is a positive moment. There's no anger here. There's hope here. Sequel are hope givers, not dream stealers. And that's why I'm a part of what they want and what they're going to do. And they better be in Norfolk on the 5th when they unveil my statue. Indeed, November 5th will be the unveiling of the six-foot bronze statue of Nancy Lieberman on the campus of Old Dominion. It was back in 1980 that WAVY Television profiled her collegiate achievements. Her friends call her magic, and anyone who wonders why only has to see her play. Nancy Lieberman, number 10, the redhead from Queens who came to Virginia four years ago to put women's basketball on the map. She did it with ease while picking up almost every possible accolade along the way. Lieberman is more than just an All-American. Last year, she won the coveted Wade Trophy as a junior. That's the Heisman Trophy of women's college basketball. Back as a senior, Lieberman has led her top-ranked club to a 28-1 record, a fourth straight state title, and a win over the Russian national team. Old Dominion hasn't lost since Christmas, and now in the playoffs, the Lady Monarchs are a definite favorite. I mean, we could talk for hours and hours about the accomplishments of Nancy Lieberman, but when I think about this app and I think about opportunity, I think about a young girl who was told by mom, stop dribbling the basketball in the house, and she ends up growing up to be a difference maker in the sport, not just in women's basketball, but as you mentioned, in men's basketball. What do you think about when you think about this app and you think about growing up and how women at that time, young girls at that time did not, as you mentioned, have the opportunities that they do now? We, we didn't have it. You know, there was a lot of discrimination uh, uh, racially. There was a lot of sexism. You're a tomboy. I mean, can you imagine that? Like for me, this is I don't have I don't have any anger today, but I had disappointment growing up because I had all those Nancy camp moments. Nancy, you can't play with men. Nancy, you won't get a scholarship. Nancy, you're a tomboy. Miss Lieberman, what's wrong with your daughter? Why don't you take her to a psychologist? And you know what? It worked. We have a psychologist. It's called Sequel. And Sequel is giving you the wherewithal mentally and emotionally. And then you go to that app and you don't have to worry, can I pay for this or can I not pay for that? There's somebody there. There's this next generation of hope and love and kindness that is trying to give you an opportunity. Uh, today's athletes, they don't have to fight for their scholarship. Women don't have to fight to break every glass barrier. My generation did that because we, we didn't have. I could only have hoped that I would have had, you know, a, a Brian and a Robert and a sequel. So my, my tract was different, but it's okay. Somebody has to be, uh, you know, strong enough. I was strong enough. God doesn't make mistakes. And he chose me. And now I get to partner with these guys who they don't want people to break the glass ceiling. They want people to make, they're trying to make things normal. As, as President Obama told me when I was hired by the Mavs G League team in 2011, and we're in the, in the White House and guys, TJ was with me. And, you know, he looks at me and he says, you know, 
you know, uh, I, 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 I've been a black man my whole life. I just happen to be the president of the United States of America. Nancy, you've been a white woman your whole life. You're just now coaching in the NBA G League, you know, predominantly young black men. But it's normal to me and it's normal to you. And that's some of the best conversations I've ever had. Everything I've done is normal to me. These young men are trying to make equality and diversity and inclusion normal to the world. So how could you not want to partner with people like this? How could you not want to go to the app if you're a parent, a, a player, a high school, a junior high school, a college athlete? How could you not want to be on this super team? Brian, give us an example of one of the young athletes that you have dealt with that has used the the app and has been able to get their tape out there so people can see them that might not have had the opportunity. Absolutely, yeah. I think Rob Rob chiming on the story as well. We got to give uh, love to actually a former high school, Trinity Episcopal School. Um, you know, Rob and I, we got to see a lot of losses together. Let's be honest here. A lot of losses, but that was our bond. We, we were bonded by some of the difficult moments, but now fast forward, our high school is probably one that is the best high school in Virginia. I'm saying it right now on this podcast. And, you know, <laughs> they have a star, they have a, they have a star wide receiver. Um, Rob, you want to tell more about, you know, the opportunity yeah. you had just because Rob was able to go there and actually, you know, be there with this athlete, you know, be, be, uh, be there with a the videographer and I'll let him tell more. Now, this is a really cool story. Um, our high school is Trinity Episcopal. It's in Richmond. Um, we like during our beta, which was just so cool to like say like this happened during our beta. We would send a videographer out to a practice. Uh, we captured content of a wide receiver. Um, at the time, that wide receiver had no scholarship opportunities, no content, literally, I mean, nothing. Um, we went and shot the footage. He uploaded that content to his social media channels. Uh, within 15 days, that one video got over 25,000 views. Boston College, South Carolina, Virginia Tech, and South Car yeah, South Carolina, they all offered him uh, scholarship opportunities. And it was just, that was just such a cool thing to see, like during, you know, a beta, we're talking about, you know, V1.1 of the application where there's a million bugs and you're still trying to figure out what you need to do. But it was just really awesome to see that story happen. But he even touched home that it happened at our high school. What's powerful about that is, you know, we're trying to be there to capture that one viral moment, right? We we all have had one play in our lives where we looked around and to say, I can't believe I just did that. It's, oh, please tell me someone caught it. And that's what we want to be there. We want Sequel wants to be that for every high school athlete, providing that exposure opportunity. Because sometimes that's all it takes is that one moment for you to be seen, for college coaches to turn their head and say, you know what, we need a student athlete as a part of our program. That's an amazing story. And that in itself can show the power of how this, this app can work for athletes that maybe never thought they would have the opportunity to play at a Division One school or, or Division Three, whatever it might be, wherever level that you are at. And I think that's what's exciting about it. But also, you have to have partners and able to make this work. And I know that you would probably want to mention some of those, Brian. Why don't you touch upon some of the partners that you have? Because obviously, it's a free service to the athletes, but somebody's paying the bill. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, we have, uh, we actually just did a full tour of uh, Legends. If you haven't, if you're on this and you're listening, definitely check out our YouTube Sequel Sports. Um, we actually did a full uh, walkthrough with Legends. They're one of uh, our main impact partners. They provide a lot of opportunity for us 
just especially in the, not only the state of California, but across as a whole. But, um, you know, what, what Legends has done, what ROI has done. Um, you know, we have some partners that uh, we're currently working on that we can't talk about on the current podcast. But if we, we feel like if those come into fruition, then we can really provide a deeper level of impact. Rob, if I'm missing more, by all means, say, give some more shout outs. Yeah. So our business model it's called impact as a service and simply put it's software that allows companies to make a social impact. So, you know, right around the time that Brian and I, you know, quit our jobs, uh, you know, corporate social responsibility, it became a real thing in today's day and age, uh, just due to everything that was going on in today's world. And Brian and I said, okay, you know, if all these companies are coming out with these, you know, big initiatives focused on really driving the quality why don't we be their vehicle to reach, you know, the younger demographic? So what we do is, you know, we go to a company like an Adidas, who is an impact partner of ours. And we say, hey, you guys came out with this, you know, $20 million a year social impact initiative. We'll be your vehicle to not only make a social impact, but we're going to positively grow your brand and increase your customer acquisition funnel along the way. Uh, we believe that social impact doesn't have to be philanthropic. It can have economic windfalls. And our pitch to a company is, hey, we're going to help you make a win-win-win scenario so that you are not only making a social impact, you're truthfully, positively, you know, growing your brand, especially to this younger demographic, right? In today's digitalized age, kids are influencers. You know, the influencer market has, you know, doubled. It's a $14 billion market as of last year. And that's ripping the effects down in the athletes, right? That's just starting at the athlete level. So these brands know that. They know that they want to be in front of this younger demographic. SQL is their vehicle to make that happen. And really the most important thing is they're creating positive opportunities for these youth along the way. And these athletes get offers from colleges now, Nancy. You know, that didn't happen <laughs> very long ago where now athletes get paid. I wanted to get your take on that because as someone who – would have loved to have got paid for all those great plays at Old Dominion and then and then what else? What do you feel about athletes, college athletes being paid and where we're headed with that? I love it. I think it's absolutely phenomenal. And that can help change uh, the playing field for a lot of the athletes, both men and women, uh, that maybe have or don't have. I mean, why not? I mean, why should coaches get paid? Why should professional athletes get paid? You know, when I went to college at Old Dominion, I considered myself a professional athlete. And I know that at the beginning, people hated it. Um, I was a little raw and I was a little different and I had a voice and I knew that. Um, there's many more voices today, not just mine, but they gave me my athletic scholarship, not because I was the cutest chick on campus. They gave it to me because I was the best basketball player and they wanted to brand everything Robert and Brian just said, they wanted to have impact partners. I was an impact partner. Uh, it was a win-win, but we win, 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 except in the Raptors. We increased donors, uh, you know, endowment. We increased day of game walk-up, season tickets, uh, you know, parking. We were impact partners. And that's what they're looking for right now. And these young players, I mean, look at, let me just take Shador Sanders since I was down there with Dion um, at Jackson State uh, three weeks ago. You know, he signed with the, the Brady brand. He signed with Gatorade. He, he is an influencer. He has, a, a, you know, just a lot of stroke with young people around the world, not just 
around the country or in, in, in Jackson, Mississippi, but around the world. And this is a different time and a different generation. And, you know, again, sequel, you know, if there there's people out there, they should think about being investors. You know, I obviously, when we get offline, we'll have some thoughts for you guys of people that might want to be a part of what you're doing, current athletes who are looking to invest in this next generation and have the will of all uh, to do that. So th they're spot on in where they are. Uh, I hope athletes can make as much money. I remember they did a years ago, they did some sort of a quantitative, uh, you know, spreadsheet of the four years at Auburn before Bo Jackson got there, the four years when Bo Jackson got there, then the four years after, you know, all those categories that I just mentioned, the economic impact of what he did for Auburn during those four years and then beyond was astronomical. Look at what Dion's doing. The two, two and a half years he's been at Jackson with his team and with Shador and Shiloh and the other players, they've had a $30 million impact on their community in two and a half years. Uh, major companies are down there from, you know, Pepsi to American Airlines to uh, on and on. But major, major companies are coming there because they want to get their foot in the door with this generation. It's uh, it's pure business. And I'd like to bring up one story that also hit home for me to hear when NIL wasn't into effect. So Quinn Cook um, is an investor in SQL. He was really like one of the first athletes that we engaged with. Um, Quinn's been amazing for SQL, but I'll never forget his story. I think, Brian, you may have been there as well. Quinn was talking when he was in college, NIL wasn't a thing. And he was saying, hey, we played uh, UNC. It was primetime Wednesday night. You know, I think it went to overtime. And he's like, I played literally every minute of the game. And it was a sellout game. NBC, ABC, whoever hosted it probably made nine figures, eight figures that night, some crazy amount of money. But Quinn goes, I mean, I literally was limping to the locker room after the game. I was so hurt. I think they lost. And he's like, and then I got a $10, essentially a $10 food stamp to go eat after the game. You I can get a box, box of pizza. My body on the line. And <laughs> yeah. it, was, it was, that's, that's not, that's not right. I mean, that's. Wait, he got $10 more than me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> let's, so let's, speak on, let's speak on Quinn, facts here. Call me. Let's speak on facts here. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, maybe maybe still has that ten dollars and can share share one little meal with you, Nancy. When we're well, today's uh, day and age, you can't even buy a meal for ten dollars. That's, so that's true. That's true. <laughs> one of the topics that you can go for help. Not only is it to display what you can do, but you can learn things from the the SQL app too. And Brian, I wanted to touch upon real briefly, if we could, mental health. It is such a huge part of sports these days, and People are starting to realize that, you know, athletes face it all the time. What do you want to say about mental health in the app? Yeah, well, I mean, first off, I think, you know, we all face mental health, just, you know, issues and things that come across, especially in today's day and time. And, you know, we want to be a, a resource for these student athletes to feel that, you know, we will we will be there. We will, we will provide not only our services, but, you know, people like Nancy and, you know, DeAndre Hopkins, other professional people to be able to kind of speak on their, their experience and, you know, know that we understand, you know, what you're going through. He, these are some steps and some tips that you can take to really get yourself back so you could feel like you're yourself again. Um, it, it's absolutely vital, you know, for us to be able to provide that. 
you know, we speak so much upon athletes and, you know, what they do on the field, but off the field is just important as well. Why we want to be that education source. Not only do we want to provide our services for film and for exposure, but we also want to provide as much free game, right? That's what we call it. You know, we have people like Ryan Clark, um, you know, Ryan Clark, Nancy Lieberman, DeAndre Hopkins, Quinn Cook, Shador and Shiloh actually gave some uh, tips to us in regards to finances and how they're spending their NIL money. But we just want to build, build this community, right? It's a word that me and Rob really live for in terms of what SQL is, a community where athletes feel that they can be a part of and that they can honestly just be vulnerable, right? You know, Rob will tell you, vulnerability is one of the keys to success for me in my life is, you know, for an athlete to be able to come to us, express, you know, where they where they see issue, where they see problems, and how can SQL be a solution to that? So, you know, we're, we're lucky to be able to have a lot of people who have our backs to be able to provide that, you know, mental health awareness and tips on our application. You know, right now we have it on YouTube where we have a, our whole our whole channel is going to be based around edutainment. So, you know, if you're a student athlete, definitely tune into our YouTube page because you're going to see a lot of professional athletes helping us, you know, provide tutelage to you all free of charge. Shout out to Ryan Clark for helping my Steelers win a Super Bowl championship. So had to get that in there. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Nancy, what does Nancy Lieberman and, and Doug Doyle have in common? Well, we both played basketball. She played it at a high level. I played it at uh, just at the high school level as a point guard, Nancy. But I have Earl Monroe's jersey behind me for a reason, because I know you and I both loved Walt Frazier and idolized the way Walt played the game. When we think about athletes today and following role models is an athlete responsible to be a role model for for the rest or is it how do you feel about that well to say that every athlete has to be a role model i think is unfair uh i think that's a very personal thing uh it's like some people want to be happy and some people want to be miserable that's a personal choice and in a perfect world, I think it's the easy thing to do is to be a good role model. Um, you know, I, throughout my career, uh, look, you know, I, I came back from the SBs. We had this, you know, big, beautiful presentation for Title IX. And, you know, you never know who's coming up to you. You know, The Rock came up. Hey, you know, nice to meet you. You don't know whose life you're influencing, right? And he influences so many people or Dion or Ryan Clark or Barry Sanders or Quinn. We're all, you know, we have a quality diversity inclusion right here within SQL. These young guys need me. They need Barry Sanders. They need Ryan Clark. They need perspective, things that they're smart enough to know what they know, but they're also smart enough to know that there are things that they don't know. And the only way you can get that is to reach out to a trusted friend or ambassador or somebody who can say, this is where we started. And this is how I felt. It was pretty horrible, you know, until I got the old dominion. Um, and then they can take in this information because they're smart and they have empathy and they have, you know, caring that chip in their life, that caring chip. And then they can build their platform and the movement that they're doing. What's, what's this generation need? Look, I've been, if I look down at my phone, I have two former players in college basketball who have just hit me in the last day or two saying, please, can you help me? Um, you know, I, I really want to get to the next level. I want to get to the next level. I want to get back in the WNBA. One played college last year and one used to play college. Now she says, I want to coach. Can you help me? So mentorship is a part 
of everything that SQL does. We can call it fancy names like it's it's a movement and, you know, uh, uh, you know, we're influencers. We have all these, you know, really super cool things, but you, you need groups and people like legends to support, right? You can't do what they do for free without money. So this is a great company to invest in. And then you get the opportunity to go out and every day we're learning. I mean, every day we're learning how to be better on the business side, on the, the giving side, on the emotional side, and on the content side. And then we have to have that 360, you know, communication. We can't be always telling a kid what they need. Sometimes we just have to shut up and let the kids tell us what they need. I think that's the secret sauce of, you know, you, you know the guys might have like, okay, we're going to do this. And the kid doesn't want to do it. It's okay. We have to be open to hearing what moves them. And then we can say, how about, how can we work together? That's the beauty of, you know, of this company and everybody who's involved. Uh, they're doing really great things. And I hope people will go check out, you know, the YouTube channel. We'll also check out the, the, the app, download it, just take a look at it. I mean, I look at it, you know, I was just looking at it before we got on the show. It's morphing into the next iteration. It never stays the same except the core values. So, you know, guys, you've done a great thing. We just have about a minute left. Uh, I downloaded the app today, so it's very easy, Rob. And I know, you know I heard in another interview that you're not the most technically savvy person around, but it, it, has, it is an easy process, isn't it? Uh, real quickly, in less than a minute, can you tell people who are interested in, in getting the app what they need to do? Yeah, simply. So right now, it's only available on iOS, soon to be Android. But you literally go to the application, you you know type, or sorry, go to the iOS app store. You type in S-E-Q-L. That's how you spell SQL. You put in your phone number. You put in your high school. You click request a videographer. And we'll be at your game next week. It's as easy as one, two, three. And right now, that's available in the Florida, Texas, California, and the DMV markets. Soon to be nationwide coverage. Right? You know, we're growing as quickly as we can. You know, Uber wasn't everywhere overnight. Really, think of our videographer network as an Uber network. But uh, you know, we're growing day by day, minute by minute, and we're going to be everywhere before we know it. Brian, real quickly, you have a quarterback sneak, and Rob's on the defensive line. Do you mm -hmm. get in to score the touchdown or does he stop you? Rob, you know what time it is. Every <laughs> single time. Every single time I'm getting in. Every T time. Touchdown, <laughs> Bryant Drayton. <Nah. laughs> I nah, want to thank our guests here, Brian Drayton yeah. and Rob DeWolf, who are the co-founders and CEOs of Sequel, and, of course, Hall of Famer and the incredible Nancy Lieberman joining us here on Sports Jam. Thanks to all of you for getting out the information about this important app and important platform. Thank you. Absolutely. Thank you for the platform. Thank you, Nancy. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Thanks, Doug. Sports Jam is a WBGO Studios production. Special thanks going out to Marlon LeWinter for hooking us up with Nancy Lieberman and the co-founders of Sequel. You can check out all the past shows by going to wbgo.org slash studios or wbgo.org slash sports jam. You can also find Sports Jam with Doug Doyle on the NPR list of podcasts or wherever you hear podcasts. Until our next Sports Jam session, I'll see you at the game.